if you feel bad, if you have bad days, this is just bad days. Everything go and come, but trust your dream, trust your love and go only. Go front. Don't look tight, just front. Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Live podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I am honored that you are part of our dance tribe. These days we are definitely going through some challenging and uncertain times. And it's very inspiring to see how our Belladance community activated their energy and forces not only to survive on each individual level, but also to support each other and go together through such tough times. One of the leading professionals who definitely inspires and leads uh, a community by her own example is definitely Jelena. And you know that I personally have huge respect and admire greatly this uh, amazing artist who really contributes a lot to the community in general. As well as I'm very happy to have her as one of our early guests at this podcast and uh, very thankful for her support, even to the Ballad Dance Live podcast too. That's why I'm extremely excited to share with you Jelena's new initiative, Together We Move Live. She's partnering with dance studios and dance sponsors around the world to present series of workshops via Zoom. All proceeds go to benefit dance studios and event sponsors so that we may once again dance physically together once it's all is safe. By participating in these workshops, you're getting not only the opportunity to learn from such an incredible artist as Jelena, but also to contribute and support other artists and professionals who really suffer and struggle in their activities during current times. At the same time, if you are someone who is affected by pandemic, don't worry, because there are still very affordable options for tickets so you still can participate in the event. I highly encourage you to take a look and you can find all details at jelina.eventbrite.com. I will put the link in the show notes. Hello everyone, how are you doing? Welcome back to the Baladance Life podcast. You know, I always try to find something positive in even in the most uh, unpleasant or sad events. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's a silly character a feature, maybe not, but it's something that really helps to keep focused and moving forward even through the most tough times. And even right now, like thinking about coronavirus and all those lockdowns and cancelled events that so many things and planned were messed up worldwide which is the scale is absolutely absurd to think about even even me personally like thinking how many events and festivals uh, by the end of this 
year 2020 just had been cancelled and how many uh, travel in projects and initiatives were all on hold just because of this unpredictable event and that uh, can be very sad and depressing and at the same time i was just thinking today oh my god this lockdown time gave me so many possibilities to reach out to guests of the podcast and dancers with whom before it was almost impossible to arrange anything just because of the schedule like people were really willing to do it but it was so tight uh, lifestyle with all the travels events classes workshops all the preparations that it was basically impossible to actually make it happen and the lockdown although it's very sad uh, reason why it happened but at the same time it allowed actually to connect and uh, give time to things that maybe before were like secondary not main focus but they were kind of on our back of our minds to do someday and now it's like oh this day happened and this definitely makes me super excited and happy because we did manage to do episode with our today's guest beautiful talented amazing soraya zayed one of the most long-awaited and most requested guests for our podcast soraya is an established star of cairo current ballad and scene her style is very egyptian and at the same time so has so much fusion and latin influence and she is incredible in combining uh, two very different elements the traditional mood and and feel and at the same time those fusion elements and innovations in her show Soraya is popular with egyptians and definitely loved by the international ballet dance community she has been active as a dancer at such upscale venues as intercontinental city stars hotel sheraton hotel and marriott hotel among many other prestigious venues in Cairo. And despite the very busy performing uh, schedule, she is dedicating more and more time to teaching and now even more a time for online teaching, workshop and master classes. And I would love to bring your attention to her upcoming event in uh, July, starting in July, that she's doing a series of online workshops about musicality and helping dancers to hear music how from egyptian perspective from arabic perspective and how to interpret it how to analyze it how to feel it how to embody it through the specific movement so it's a combination of uh, technique and music theory and all this will be happening online and this is just one of the first events that she is organizing so i highly encourage you go ahead and check this and don't miss this opportunity to study now with all the artists who are focusing more and more their attention online at least for now while we are waiting to get back to normal lifestyle and schedules but take advantage of the situation i will put link to her upcoming workshop 
uh, in the show notes uh, but you also can find her on social media and she will be posting much more about her all activities we briefly talked about her online teaching activities current ones in the interview too but i just wanted also to bring your attention do not miss these opportunities to study with uh, teachers and uh, improve your uh, dance technique and your dance knowledge through their workshop and master classes that they are giving now so generously online but also Soraya was so generous during this interview to share first of all her story and I was so surprised how her story Baladin's story began and how she moved to Egypt and what was happening because one of the most exciting things for me personally about this podcast interviews is that we have a chance to take a look behind the scene as well as in the past in the path that the artists took to reach the point that they are right at right now because right now we see like via social media we have a lot of ways to communicate and connect with the any artist all around the world but mostly we see what is happening right now what is the stage of life the stage of career they are right now and sometimes we get a chance to take to discover something from their past experience but podcast for me it's a great opportunity to see the entire story from the very beginning what were those steps what were those actions and take some lessons uh, for myself and hopefully you do it for yourself too what exactly were those key points of their success or their artistic development and uh, this episode is gonna be super inspiring for you too not only in terms of getting inspiration from development your own career possibly on the uh, inspired by the example and story of Soraya but also we of course talked a lot about dance in general her approach to combining classical Egyptian style with fusion her approach to double tabla solo the structuring of her show in Cairo is she performing more choreographies or improvisation I know it's one of the um, biggest questions of so many dancers whenever we see videos is it improvisation or is it choreography <laughs> as well as she even shared how how she's getting ready for her show how often she rehearsed and also of course we couldn't skip the topic of Maharganat and get ready if you are not really following much this topic you may be surprised uh, with Soraya's uh, explanation uh, of what is coming up in that dance style and in this direction well I'm pretty sure you are super excited at this point so I will let you dive into the interview and get all the inspiration and excitement out of it but don't forget to check out also the current work of Soraya and in general the artists too what they're offering and what opportunities you can use exactly right now during current uh, situation because who knows afterwards maybe some of the artists will continue doing that active online work some may not and may get back to active uh, performing or physical uh, physical uh, classes and workshops who knows but always try to take a chance and look at the positive side of any situation and on this note yes let's dive in right into the interview <laughs> hello dear Soraya I'm so happy oh my god we have a queen of hips today on our podcast episode so uh, so happy to host you here and thank you for joining us today <laughs> 
Uh, thank you for inviting me right here. I'm very happy because I'm here with you. Uh, how how is it going right now? I would love to start. Like, uh, how is your uh, change in your time in your dance activities uh, due to current situation? How is it going? Hope everything is fine and and uh, safe and healthy. Your family and you are. Yeah, alhamdulillah. All my friends, all my family, alhamdulillah, we are very good, very fine. Just take a rest in this time because, you know, we have the quarantine everywhere. Yeah. But alhamdulillah, yani, we mm. don't have problems now, right now. <laughs> mm. I'm happy to hear it. Speaking of your family and your childhood, I know that you you were born in Sao Paulo. Although many people will probably consider you like Egyptian. <laughs> they, they may not know that you are actually not originally from Egypt, which is so fascinating. But you were born in Sao Paulo, if I'm not mistaken, and you start learning belly dance from your neighbors. Uh, is that yes. so? How how did it go? Can you tell a little bit about childhood of uh, Queen Soraya? <laughs> oh, Habibi, thank you. I'm I'm uh, from São Paulo. My family, I'm from Gypsy. My my roots is Gypsy from Andalusia. Mm-hmm. But my stepfather is Egyptian. So that's the the the, the point when I start to have uh, contacts with the Egyptian culture. When I'm a baby, I have. Uh, Two, three years old, my mom and my my father go to the work, and I go to the school. When I come back, I don't come back to my house. I come back to my neighbors. So these people, best family of my family, mm. the family Zaid. Mm. But I born in between two houses, my parents' house and my step parents' house, because that for me is uh, for me. I'm Brazilian and I'm Egyptian. I love both. The same love, you know. I know the culture, Egyptian culture, like the religion, the food, the dance, all the costume, yani the, the culture from the Egypt when I have two, three years old. But that's the point that people feel I'm Egyptian because mm-hmm. I, I really I'm, I am. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not, I not feel I'm just Brazilian. When I say I, who I am, I am Brazilian Egyptian. And I have two nationality, long time. Yani, I make my, my nationality in Egypt long time ago. And how did you decide to move actually to Egypt uh, uh, from Brazil? Like, And uh, when you moved to Egypt, was it right away for the um, dream of becoming a super dancer? Or was it some other reasons that later brought you uh, in becoming a professional dancer specifically in Egypt? When I start to dance in Brazil... I start to dance to come to Egypt. That's my my point. When I start, I start of course I start with the folklore ballet. Uh, folk. First ballet classique. Mm-hmm. After this, when I have, uh, I think I I was uh, like uh, 15 years old. I start to dance in the company of my my stepmom. And then she was have uh, in the embassy, Egyptian embassy in Brazil, mm. a folklore troupe. And I, I, I start to dance, Egyptian dance, not belly dance. I start to dance, not Rasi Sharki. I start to dance folklore. Mm-hmm. After the folklore, uh, I love it, the solo. Yani, I, I, one time, one friend, Syrian, he invited me to dance in the 
in the one restaurant, a Lebanese restaurant, and I started. I say, oh my God, I, I, it's possible like, to be a solo. Of course, at this time, it happened some problems with my stepfather because he's Egyptian and he don't want I to I be a belly dancer. Mm. I worked two, one or two years, I don't remember, in her back. I say, no, no, I go to sleep in my, my, my friend's house. And my mom, my parents, my, my genetic parents, bio, biological parents know I am a dancer. And for Aww. them, it's okay. They're very happy. But my parents, Egyptians, don't want, you know. It's very Aww. interesting. And how did they react to your uh, idea of uh, going to Egypt? The Egypt, when I, in this, yani, when I'm working in Brazil, in the, in the, 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 I'm a belly dancer in Brazil, I come to tourism here. Of course, I, my dream is come to dance here, like I told you before. Mm-hmm. And I come to my parents, my Egyptian parents, we came here. And when I came here, everything changed in my life, because I feel that here is my place, you know. Yes, I want to come to dance, of course, of course, of course, of course. But in this time, it's okay. If I come and I don't dance, it's okay. Uh, the first time I came here to Egypt, I came in the Ramadan. You know, I, I stay here 45 days be, uh, before Ramadan. Yani 15 days before Ramadan, one month Ramadan. Mm-hmm. But when I come to here, I mean, everything for me, it's like my house. I love it, the place. Mm. I love the smell of the place. But of course, I can to dance. I want to dance because I'm a dancer. I want. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how that uh, change uh, gradually, or uh, was it something that your parents eventually supported, and then you moved to Egypt, or was it that you rebelled and just decided I'm going to Egypt and actually doing professional career? <laughs> no, in this time I was. When I came to work in Egypt, I came here a lot of times mm-hmm. only yes. to to visit my family, Egyptian family. Come to, I came here. I think I don't remember exactly, but four, five, six times, like tourism. Yeah, I stay in the house mm-hmm. and I go, you know, uh, this normal day like any how uh, Egyptian house. When I came to here, Madame Meraya Hassan, she came to Brazil to. Uh, minister workshop, she teach workshop there in São Paulo, and this, I make the workshop Madame Ray in this time because in this time when Madame Ray came to Brazil, I was very famous in Brazil. I, I was ready. I have my my career in, in in Brazil. I'm a famous uh, teacher, famous dancer in Brazil. I mean the first. I am for, from the first dancers in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I started to to put to introduce folklore. In Brazil, in my time, don't have folklore, don't have nothing because in this time, you know, we don't have YouTube and uh, uh, social media, internet like now. You, we don't have. Right. But I introduced this in Brazil. When Madame Ryan she came, I make the workshop. In this time, of course, she was my idol because I have in this time, I have a lot of uh, videos from Madame Ryan. In this time, it's cassette v- mm-hmm. VHS uh, yeah. videos. <laughs> When she came, I feel I know her, of course, because I, I w- was with her every day in the video. But very strange when she, she meet me, she, she told me, "Oh my God, how are you?" Like she know me, you know. Uh, 
after the workshop, she came to watch the show in the place I was working in Sao Paulo. She watched, maybe, I don't remember, but like up to 20 belly dancers. I'm the last one. I danced for Madame Maria Elfileilo Leila, but I feel she don't want to see because her face was very tired, you know. When I danced, she wake up, she, after the dance, she called me. She told me, Soraya, you are <clears throat> amazing. I say, what? She said, you are amazing. You, you, halas, you need to finish your uh, work here in Brazil. You need to come to Egypt. Come to Ahlan or Sahlan. This she talked about after three months. After three months, you come to Ahlan or Sahlan. And there I will, I will put you in the show. And I want the managers, the big managers in Egypt, these people come to my uh, festival. They need to see you. Egypt needs you. She told me like that. I cry, of course, and don't, I don't believe because she, my idol told me something like, tell me to, something like that. And like she told me, I make this, after three months, I take all my students. And this time, I think it's 60 students, six zero, 60 students. Mm -hmm. Big group. We came to Ahlan or Sahlan. Oh, my because God. You had a whole flight on the airplane. <laughs> Yeah, no, but yes, because oh. my, I, my in this time I have uh, students from every work in São Paulo. Oh. I have from the agent tourism company, from the government. I because in this time I work in Brazil in the Khan El Khalili was a place mm -hmm. very famous in this time. Until and the, now, the, it's still yeah, now working. Yeah, they have a yeah. lot of. Yeah, in, the, in Brazil, yeah, in this, I don't know now, but in this time, like maybe you divided your ticket and your uh, your uh, hotel, you divided in the visa card like three years, you know, but it's easy. And my students in this time is very close, not it's not all, but six, six, uh, six, uh, 60, six zero students, too wow. much. I'm surprised this time, it's very interesting, all come to me. We came and make classes, workshops in the Ahlan of Ahlan 2001. was amazing. Nagwa Fouad, Tohar Zaki, Madame Farida Fahmi, Mustaz Mahmoud Reda. It was something like the kingdom of the belly dancers, you know. But like she told me in the closing, she put me in the show. She told me, Soraya, you have three minutes to dance some music from Umukalsum. I want to dance Umukalsum because I watch your Umukalsum and you dance Umukalsum very good. What do you want to dance? I say, okay. I, of course, I don't believe it. I'm nervous or everything. I told uh, really? She said, yes. I say, okay, I will dance Baida uh, Anak, the first part, first Mazhab uh, only. She say, okay, talk to the musicians. I go talk to the musicians and me and two dancers and others in, from Brazil one, the owner of the Khanel Khalili in this time, and another teacher from uh, Khanel Khalili. Uh, and we danced. When we danced, the, like she told me, the manager invited me. After I come back to Brazil like two weeks to put everything in the place and take my, my costumes, and I come back here again for three months, and I'm here right now. <laughs> Oh my god, that's such an incredible, amazing story. I didn't know all these details and it, it just uh, uh, feels like a fairy tale, but it's like one of the stories that the chance will arrive and you are ready for it. 
because how many workshops around the world Raya Hassan gives uh, and was given all the time, but you were ready for that opportunity to shine and she noticed you and your career in Egypt uh, started like this. That's so incredible. Yes. Uh, now, you know, in this time, the quarantine time, the COVID time, mm-hmm. I all the people ask me about this question and you know for me i don't think it before yani, this happened to me but i don't uh, i'm not talk with the people how i came how I started but now when i remember i say my god you know it's very crazy it's very it's very uh, amazing uh, yani, it's really really amazing yani, you know i don't know explain mm-hmm. my feelings because i don't think it before you know This happens, okay, it's normal. But uh, now it's something like, oh my God. And I'm crazy because I came here, I don't know the people, you know. You have this part also. Mm-hmm. I know Madame Miraya. Madame Miraya this time was travel. Uh, she have her business and I'm here. I don't know no one. No, my family in this time don't want to talk to me. Mm. Because they told me know how and... If I go to the, the the house of my family, I don't go to work. Oh wow! You know, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. <laughs> mm. Well, but since that time, you had such an amazing, brilliant career in in Egypt and. Uh, Uh, so many things like till the point that I'm saying like I know some dancers who maybe just in the beginning of their dance exploration they think that you are actually born in Cairo <laughs> you're Egyptian you, you, you're so much just incorporated and become a, became a part of Egyptian scene that it's so incredible uh, and I want to ask you one question in your opinion What uh, do you attribute your uh, main success to? Uh, I mean, in terms of your successful career in Egypt since uh, that time or even uh, before, what do you think is the secret of uh, Queen Soraya's success? <laughs> I thank you for the... <laughs> My opinion, when I came here, Of course, the 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 managers when watch my show told me you are very short. We never, never we have some dancer very short like you. The most one short is Suharzak. Suharzak she is like fifteen something more than me. You know she's very between me and Suharzak we have uh, <laughs> too much. You know the I mm-hmm. talk about the tool. My tool is I I'm, I'm short. But the people told me, you are very short, how? I say, I don't know. Uh, okay, type, come, I will make for you. Because when I came here, the people don't know me. The manager comes, watch my show, he feels that's her opinion, him, him opinion. He told me, I, I feel you have something special. But I will make audition for you. If you go, already you go to work in uh, Sheraton Kai. In this part, I was in Sheraton Cairo in one small uh, restaurant in Sheraton Cairo. The name is Alaydin. I don't have my band. They have one local band, and they will work between the tables, you know, with Tashti mm. Shari. Mm-hmm. don't have uh, electronic instrument, only uh, oriental instrument. And this time I work in very 
sad because I don't want to work like this. I want to have my, I, I feel it when he called me, to, to, told me, come to Egypt to work. I, I think it, I came, I will come and I have my big band, my big uh, prestige, my, my, you know, the glamour mm-hmm. of the dance. Yeah. And I came, no, I come to dance like this. <laughs> and another show in Conrad <laughs> with QD, I said, no, I don't. Some leave from my country. I take too much money in my country to come here, take small money, and then uh, work with TV. He told me you need to start step by step because if you start up, maybe you need to make something you don't want to do. I understand what he wants to say. I say, okay, I shut up. I talk to myself. I say, okay, so now you stay here three months. If nothing happens, you left. In this time, of course, God helped me a lot. I make my my work. I'm very sad in this work, but I love dance. I when I say I am on this stage, I forgot everything. But one time I come in the same my contract is in Sheraton Cairo. In this time we have Aladdin, the place I work, and the upstairs the left floor to to two twenty six floors. Last floor of Cairo Sheraton, you have the nightclub Casablanca. Mm-hmm. This is the in, in all the superstars in the in the Egypt dance in this place just changed the name and the decor. Like Sheraton Cairo before was Casablanca de Masabli. By this place, you know all the the legends from Belbeza. When I see this place, I say, Oh my God! I talk to myself. I want to dance here, not there. You know. <laughs> But okay, one time the Jeep had one Egyptian dancer in this place. She came one hour late in the opening of the place. The second day she came again late. And the second day they canceled the belly dancer. They canceled and told me, Soraya, come here to work. Ah. Because my contract in Sheraton. I say, no, I don't go. I'm not blah, blah, blah. I, may, I feel myself like I'm a queen. I say, no, I don't go. I say, no, you need to go if you don't come. I will cancel your contract. I go very sad, like, oh my God, I need to go. I go. And they say, where are my band? We say, band? No, you work in CD. 45 minutes is your time. I'm very nervous. I say, okay. I go to the DJ. I say, okay, I want to work Amal Hayati. You have the CD from Kalsum? They say, yes, but this is not for the show. I say, no, it's for my show. Yeah, you go to bed 45 minutes, Amal Hayati. I say, yes, Amal Hayati have 45 minutes. I will dance for five minutes. I will dance on my hat. He said, okay, it's your business of mine. He put, I dance. The people, alhamdulillah, the guests make a reservation for next day for me. By this, like this, I start to work in Casablanca. Six years. Uh, Here I started. Uh-huh. You know, this is my start. Uh, but it's another great example that uh, sometimes we just need to do things step by step and be humble and just uh, knowing that we have a goal, but we may not get things right away exactly the way we want them. And you basically did it step by step and you grew. What was the moment that you finally had your own band? Do you remember that first performances with your own band actually? Yes, the first time in the, the first time in Casablanca, the first time in Egypt, because in Brazil, as I work with bands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, because yeah. in Brazil I work in the in the a lot of places, and I work I, I work with the, a lot of uh, Lebanese bands in Brazil. 
But I have uh, experience. Ten years in Brazil with band and sing, and not singing this time in, in my time is classic. Mm-hmm. The CD come after, yeah. It's classic style, CD and band at the same time. But when I came to Egypt, the difference is the band is my band now. I need to make the repertoire. I need to the program. I need to make the program. I need to make the prova. I need to make everything. But in this time, my step brother helped me because he played org, and he helped me a lot because he's a musician. And my Arabic is, in this time was very, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, poor, you know, not strong like now. Mm-hmm. I talk, but it's, I have a limit in the Arabic because in this I, we talk about uh, three months, you know. I'm here in Egypt, like something around three, four months only. Not wow. one year. Mm-hmm. But my Arabic is, yeah, I mean, I have limits in the language, in the, the fluent. Mm-hmm. But when I started to dance, the band, of course, in my in first time, my band was very bad, very, very, very bad because well, I was shit. I mean, in the, in the, in the beginning, you know. Mm. But my band was very bad. So I make I mean, something like magic to make this bad band to be make a good show. But in this time I me and my brother we go in the very low cabarets to find some tabla player good and cheaper. In this time I find my tabla player, the, the name is Khalid Badawi. He worked with me two twelve uh, years. Hmm. And there uh, we make I teach him samba and the uh, rumba, everything from the Latinian uh, written and we make uh, the show very good because the tabla solo in this time no one does tabla solo like a, like a choreography you know it's only Egyptian shimmy the tabla solo you know if you watch the movies or the dancers in the tabla solo it's simple tabla solo but like now mm-hmm. in, in Egypt I was the first one dance tabla solo is like a tableau Mm-hmm. Have a beginning, have a beginning, medium part, and the end part, like a history in the 10 minutes tabla solo. But the people come crazy because I put introduce samba, like make fusion in this uh-huh. samba, in this uh, tabla solo. But this make me a big name in the in the in the network in the in Egypt. Like right now, I'm worked because my name. In the in the hotel, the, I have my guests. The people, the people came to my hotel, and they like my, from this time, because I start all the time. I make some new, some all the time. I have the traditional. I, my Oriental is very very old style, very traditional style. But at the same time, I walk with the modern, like the fusion. I have one hour or one hour and a half my show. If I need to make everything in my show so that's the point make the people lovely i think you know i've asked you earlier uh, what do you think is the secret of your success and superpower and i think listening to your story i think uh, at least one of them is definitely persistence <laughs> <laughs> that you didn't give up yeah. on any stages, early stages, and you just were working and putting hundred percent of your work and hoping to every time like get to the next level and push push forward. <laughs> That's definitely because, one of you. Uh-huh. 
you know, Jan, because for me, the dance never, for me, the dance is my work. For me, my dance is my oxygen, you know, my life. Mm-hmm. And for me, I never, I never, like right now, I don't feel this is my work. I feel it's my life, it's part of my life, because I don't know my life without dance. I, I'm a dancer when I have nine years old, you know. But for me, never, never is about work or about money. I go, I enjoy, because that's when I came here, I'm not happy because I don't want to work uh, with CD. I don't want to work here. Like, like now, now I have wages. A lot of people, I stopped to make wages because a lot of wages want uh, Suraya with CD. I don't want to work with CD. I have my beautiful band. If you want me, uh, and they pay the same money, you know, if I go with my band or my CD, I have the same, I take the same money. But I don't want because I don't, I'm not happy when I'm working CD. I'm happy when I work with my team, my band, my singers, my, you know, but I think that's the difference. Maybe sometimes the people feel the dance is work. For me, it's not. For me, it's my, yeah, part of my life. It's also interesting how you uh, mentioned that you incorporate a lot of fusion elements into your show. And I know among uh, ballet dancers, especially like in the festival community, there is this stereotype that, oh, in Egypt, it has to be a traditional Egyptian show. That's the audience there likes to. And now here you are, that it's clear even from your uh, watching your videos of your shows that you do incorporate a lot of different things. And now even saying that that kind of became one of your signatures that you incorporated really non-Egyptian elements into the Egyptian show. Yes, but I put my 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 roots from Brazil only in the tabla solo. Hmm. You know, my my right now I will talk about the beginning. In the beginning, here in Egypt is very bad if you work Shabi, for example. My show yeah, is something like 10, 12 years is just strong music, classic music. All my show from the beginning to the end, before, yeah, from mm-hmm. the Nizan Sin, right? Before the Tabla Solo, I have Abdul Hebra, Mukalsum, Abdul Halim, Warda, Udagat Tahira, Hagati, Ali. When I do something like uh, soft, it's Amabarawa, you know, something like this style. After the revolution, and, and in my Tabla Solo, this is my fusion. And of course, sometimes I make like, for example, uh, the the year 20, 2010, I make one uh, like a fusion, but the steps is very, very, um, was very traditional from uh, Malayalas dance. Uh, I make, uh, I put a different costume. The costume was fusion, but the dance, Mademaret makes the choreography for me. Because we make like I say I have the dress like I'm a, I'm a, a small girl, a baby kid, can go to the school, and then I walk with the music, the, the, the words of the music. But the dance is very traditional. But I'm, I'm dance like a child. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. When I do this dance, the people come crazy. A lot of hotels come crazy. This this tableau. It's only five minutes, but between the strong music and the, the song from Ahmed Adawiya also is something old. 
if I have all this, the work very traditional. When I come to some new, the people come crazy, you know. And in this time, tabla solo, my tabla solo, I put everything I want to do. Mm. In this time, I was very surprised because, for example, the Brazilian shimmy. The Brazilian shimmy is my personality shimmy. When I watch all the dancers here in Egypt in this time, all the dancers put this shimmy and Mukalsum and the Mizansen, all the Egyptian dancers. And I say, oh my God, why? You know, but okay, because for them it's new. For me, it's Brazilian, you know. Hmm. But now I'm, I, 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 I use it, but I use in the shabby and the uh, something more, more modern, but never in the Mukalsum, for example, because I know this is Brazilian. For my, <laughs> my head don't work in the Mukalsum like samba, you know. Hmm. But uh, that, that, and now, uh, I, if, if I talk about now, now my show is. If I have three, for for example, I work every day two hotels. The first hotel is Egyptian hotel. The second hotel is Arabic hotel. I have a lot of, uh, most of the guests from Gulf. Mm-hmm. But the first one, I make two, three entrances. In the second one, two. But in the first one, my entrance, the first one is Oriental, heavy Oriental. I'm saying in some very classic, like Mukalsum, like... Uh, Asmahan, a uh, singer like Abdul Ahed, something, Abdul Halim, something like that, for example. And the middle, I make some folklore like uh, Rawazi or Skandarani um, <clears throat> or something like this. Some folklore or ballad or some, something like that in the middle. Mm-hmm. In the end, um, generally, I make some Maharaganath or Maharaganath with the new Sabi and Tabla Sol. And another one, the first part is the same, very classic uh, answers. The second part, I make the mix between uh, folklore and Maharaganath and Khaligi, Iraq, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, the point. I walk with the music. Of course, I guess only the music I love. Never I guess something I don't like. I don't, never I do this because I need to feel the music. But I work with the modern, but without changing my essence. Uh, without skill to write, you know? Yeah, just so fascinating for me how you so interestingly incorporate uh, this fusion elements into, uh, as a part of your uh, show, that even here in by structure, it's kind of very traditional, like, uh, way of presenting today the shows uh, in Egypt, but I even remember like seeing recently one of the clips um, on your uh, Instagram, and it was a tablo solo, it was drum solo, and now now actually it makes so much sense for me. But it was a drum solo, but you were wearing a white sort of like a galabea uh, dress, so it's obviously it just was a part of a bigger show because it was like a more ballady style dress. But at the same time, you were on a high hills and you were doing call and answer with your drummer and you almost were doing like a flamenco steps. And now that you mentioned that you have roots from Andalusia, I was like, oh my God, that's where it came from, probably. <laughs> I don't know if you remember specifically <laughs> that show, but for me, just right now, um, hearing your story, I right away remembered seeing that clip that was such an interesting and awesome mix of something traditional and uh, uh, unusual like fusion obviously it was just a little clip from the bigger program but it's still uh, such a cool uh, mix and uh, um, 
mis- mi- ma- mesh match of different elements living together so um, naturally and they are not felt like you know you brought them artificially and that's probably because what you mentioned that you are dancing what you actually enjoy and what you love and that feels feels whatever it is it feels in your videos yeah i i enjoy it <laughs> by the way uh, can i ask you do you usually in your shows do go- choreographies or improvisations uh, but I have uh, the normal in my show is improvisation. Mm-hmm. It's improvisation. But of course, like I told you before, because I dance every day, sometimes I dance the same music every day, or maybe the people want uh, like three times a week. But I, I know the music, but maybe when I'm, for example, when I wake up, I'm not in very good mood. I'm the mood I'm not I'm not and you know um how I explain you. And today for example I wake up, I go to my work but I I have something and I'm not very happy. Mm. So I don't want to think or something happened in my family or I'm upset because some friend or something like this. I go to my work in this stage I forgot everything but my creativity is not in the it's not in the superpower, you know. It's uh, like I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the stage. I forgot everything, but I don't uh, have, I don't have mind. My my head is not uh, free to think some new now. Mm-hmm. So this this day, I'm worth the choreography. Mm. And in my normal day, I work the improvisation. Do you understand how I, I divide yeah. my? Yeah, makes sense. I, I have the choreographer for the bad day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also very curious, and I'm pretty sure many uh, dancers who are listening now also curious. How do you structure or incorporate your uh, training time? Like, do you dedicate any time uh, for like? Uh, uh, training your dance skills or training your repertoire and how does it look now today when you have such a a successful and very busy career like dancing basically so frequently every day several shows uh how do you usually do you have actual time that you dedicate on a regular basis maybe to training or is it somehow like more flo- like, just tell how, how is the process if you don't mind sharing because that's very interesting <laughs> when uh, in, my, in my my routine my routine for, for example yani minimum i take two times per week to teach myself mm. i come from the mirror and i teach myself minimum minimum one hour but one day one day I take some music, classic music, to work my smoothie uh, muscles, my smoothie movements, and my expression, my feelings. And the second day, I work something like Maharaganat, something aerobic, tabla solo, shabi, the modern music. If, uh, of course, because I work every day in the same place, I have most of the time the same guests. I need to make new every every day. If you come to my show, three days you will see three programs, three costumes, three. Yani, mm. per per night. Yani, yeah. if it starts, I make one show and the third month another show, another costume. You know, for this I need to 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 take care about myself because that I'm in the I'm the in the 
in the in the in this world right now. Because that's the, the difference. I need to make prepare to my prepare myself every time. Mm. I, I need to make a practice to myself, teach to teach myself. You know, when I want to make some new music in this time, if I have some new maharaganot, for example, it's three four days I teach myself in the house, and I go to my my band. We make the provo with the band. You know, mm-hmm. like this. Normally, I have two days per week in my house, minimum, this is my routine for myself, my dance, and two times per week in to my band. We mm. make prova two times per week before they work. Mm. This is the normal for new songs or to correct some songs is not very well. And this is a very interesting question because a lot of ballet dancers, they kind of struggle with like, oh, how can I teach myself? And they don't know how to, you know, like uh, where to start, how to direct myself. Like when we come to the ballet dance studios, like we, we come as a students and we just follow whatever our teachers say us. But whenever we are working on our own, we kind of need to become our own teacher. Maybe you can share a couple of tips for dancers. How do you approach uh, this time? And maybe they can try to incorporate, because I know it's a big struggle for many dancers, especially now during COVID times that we uh, spend a lot of time on our own and we may not have access access to any teachers who can guide us on this journey. The, the perfection in my opinion, the perfection came to the practice. Because the dance is a language. It's a movement language. Language of the body. Like any language in the world, for example, my English. My English is bad. Why my English is bad? Because I'm not talking English every day. But my Arabic is very good. Because I'm talking Arabic all the time, 24 hours per day. I don't, I don't talk Portuguese. I talk Arabic. It's very normally my Arabic came very strong, but my English not because I don't talk, I don't make practice every day. The dance is the same. Your body is your. It's like you need to to dance every day to your body understand the accent of the language, the means of the language. The, you know, how you move your mouth, I mean, when you say love, you need to move your mouth in the, in the, in the, in the, in the special way. This is the, the, this is the same language. But you need, not you, anyone, any dancer, you need to dance every day. Go forth of the mirror. My, my way, I, when I learned the, my stepmom, when she teach me, she teaches, she's not a dancer. She teaches me how. She put the video of the old dancer and told me, watch and dance in front of the video. Eight hours per day. Eight hours per day in my four, first five years. Eight hours per day, every single day. You understand? Mm. But after this, after this, yeah, between video and mirror, I come like, for example, one hour here in the video, after this I go to the mirror, I try to make like the video. Of course, never came like the video, never. You feel like you are um, nothing. You say, oh my God, I'm not a dancer, I never do this. This is the feeling. And this is good because when you have this bad feeling, you 
you come to make uh, more, you know. But you need to dance. Go front of the mirror, watch old videos, not the videos from the dancers now. No. You need to watch Tania Gamel, Naima Akif, Nabawiya Mustafa, Nemet Mukhtar, a lot of dancers from Tuharzaki, these dancers. And go, and every day you choose one. And you dance, try, try to do like this. After this, you go front the mirror and you dance. If you do this one hour per day, it's very good. It's very good. It's better than nothing, you know. Mm. Yeah, and today we definitely have access to so much material online and the people's performances and on uh, YouTube, social media. So you can really choose what uh, what you like and try to learn by observing. Uh, because sometimes we just need to, I guess, let our body absorb information and give it time uh and and just follow through it and be be per, uh, persistent <laughs> another confirmation i think i guessed it correctly <laughs> your superpower of persistence <laughs> it's a uh, persistence yes and, and about most of the persistence is the love you need to love what you do if mm. you love you never you feel you uh, for example you have the I forgot the name. I love him a lot from the 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 the, the owner of the Apple, uh, Steve Jobs. Mm. Steve Jobs is a big example. If you love something, you do something amazing. This guy, he had time when he lived, he worked 24 hours per day just to make the idea he has in her head. For years and years, he's, yeah, he worked 24 hours. And he lived her private life just to make her dream. But what Yanni you 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 take from your dance the same Yanni the same quantity you give the love your dance. The dance the the Rasishari Rasi the Oriental dance she will give to you the same like you give to her, do you understand? Mm, yeah. The same quantity. If you love ten persons, she gives to you Centers. Because if you love, you make the education. And they say, maybe some people, my students say, oh, but I don't have time. This is, this is not excuse. This is not excuse. Because if you love someone, some person, and you have work 24 hours, but this person you love call you and say, please, come to dinner together. You will make time for both of this dinner. You understand? So you need to to check how how much you love the dance to go to this dinner with your dance. Yeah, it's almost never a question of time. It's usually the question of priorities. And priorities that also comes from actual love and passion, where is our heart goes to. I also know that uh, there is some special place in your heart that belongs to uh, Mahraganat style and that you really in love with it even before it became trendy now. <laughs> um, can you 
Can you tell first, uh, um, like uh, briefly, because some dancers may not be familiar with this term, uh, what's that and how did it got uh, incorporated in ballet dance uh, shows, in uh, Raksharki shows, because uh, not Raksharki, like b- in general ballet dance programs, because it wasn't like this for for all the time <laughs> as in, in, in Egypt too. <laughs> Yes, in uh, in my show, like I told you before, I put all the time, yeah, not all the time, of course, I have exceptional days, but most of the time I put before the tabla solo. Mm-hmm. I make, like, in my, my last season, in the show before the quarantine, I do it, like, all the time, and yeah, all the last uh, six or seven seasons in Maharaganat, it's Maharaganat part, and tabla solo together the pla, 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 pla. it's like a box in the face of the people pla, 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 pla. hot 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 up finish <laughs> mm. but this is the I, I do it like this because like I told you I need to divide it, my show to many parts but here in Egypt now the people in, for example my my first show it starts the people love Maharaganat but not too much you know, if I do all my show Maharaganat, the people, I mean, maybe the people say, why? Why? You know, where the beautiful sound like Mukalsum, I mean, like this. Mm-hmm. I need to make only one time, one tableau like this. Like in Fermont, I, in Fermont, I work two places in Fermont. One is more classic, but another one is more younger people. The people, if I make from the, if I cancel Mizan put Maharaganat from the beginning, the people say, okay, yalla. <laughs> But even in general, Maharganat as a, a street style of shabi, it had a, a certain resistance from the audience in Egypt, and now it changed, right? So it's uh, it's quite different from what it was even uh, in early years after revolution. Before the revolution, we had Maharganat. Mm-hmm. Like now, the, but the quality now, in this time now, when we record this interview, the quality now is most more better. Before, before the revolution, the quality was so bad, so bad. And the word every time, what is Maharaganat? Maharaganat is the attitude of the people, is the place when the people talk. But before the revolution, the Maharaganat is not, uh, is only to, in the middle of the, the boys, yani the, the mm. group. Because if they go out, maybe some something happens. Because in, before the revolution, they don't have uh, like I don't know. I mean, for example, I mean, we say voice. You know, with everything maybe the policy came and solved and the problem. Mm-hmm. But we have, but not like now. After the revolution, everything come from from the underground. Mm-hmm. Every every culture, Egypt. Egypt culture from the underground comes to up. But that, because that Maharaganat, yeah, I mean, the people, not Maharaganat comes surprised. The people like me, we listen, but we listen like I mean, someone gives to you Keda, you know, it's not famous. Mm-hmm. Only the very, very shabby, very local place. But it's different from now. Because in this time, it's, like I told you, the quality is not good. They don't have too much fusion from another mix from another music 
Now, for example, now, in the, in, you remember today, the date, this date, now we say Maharaganath, right? The music, the kind of music is Maharaganath. Mm-hmm. After, after the quarantine, when you come back to the dance, the people will say, here in Egypt, rap. Mm. You understand? Because now yeah. they start to say rap. The name is rap, but uh, here because the the accent rap, rap Arabic. Mm. They start to change the name. That's A lot of guys. I have yes. I I because I have a lot of uh, singers. All the time I I put in my Instagram follow uh, Abdul Fitra follow. This my friend. These guys. Very good music, but they now start to say uh, what uh, uh, rap, rap, but rap. Mm. You understand? Yes, yes. But uh-huh. you have the evolution of the this thing. But Maharaganat all the time, but in another, yeah, in another way. Mm. Yeah, it's like more different. Uh, uh evolution stages of the style in yes. general like new 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 wave i guess a new uh how to say iteration or review of what is going on um yes. talking about uh, future times and uh, not only or immediate post quarantine but in general i'm very curious how do you see your dance future? What are your dance dreams now? Because for many years, it was your dream to be in Egypt and dance in Egypt. Now you have it. So what is your dance dream now? I do understand. My dream now, in this moment, is come back the, come back the, 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 belly, the oriental dance to the place, her place again. That's my dream now. Yesterday, yesterday, just yesterday, one I have one big friend in Brazil. He's a famous doctor from the East, and then he talked to me because I make uh, all the time uh, treatments in my knees because I want to to be good all the time. But he asked me, "What's your dream now?" I say, I, "My dream now is very strange for you." He say, "Okay, let me know." I say. It's come back the belly dance in her place. He smiles, he don't understand. So I explain to him. That's my dream now. Because that I open Queens of Hip in this quarantine. My like I told you, my 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 for me it's very big dream. If I if I know to come back the belly dance is real, I'm not talking like beautiful words. No, it's my real, real, my big dream. Because if I, I, I know I will fight very strong a lot of people. I know now I will start a revolution. I will have a lot of problems. I never, I never make problems with the people. But now, if I come to this idea, like I, I'm, I'm now, right now, I'm very, I'm very decided. I will make this. This is a, it's a real, real big dream and big uh, step in my career because, you know, I'm Brazilian Egyptian, but I'm not born in Egypt. Mm-hmm. My father, my biologic, my biologic father is not Egyptian. Do you know this is a big problem? Because sometimes, if, for example, I have, for example, Mariam, she's Egyptian. She dances zero side of me, but... But 
she is uh, Egyptian and I am and I am I am uh, I am Brazilian but my dance is uh, 10 level 10 side of Mariam but because I'm not my father is not Egyptian I don't have credibility do you understand mm-hmm. I see but this is a big this is a big dream for me if I come back the belly dance in the place I don't want I don't want credit. I just want the people understand this dance is Egyptian. This dance is not porno dance. It's not a striptease dance. You don't need to move your costumes to dance. Yeah, and you don't need to make bad things on the stage to take the attention of the the the, the guests. You just need to dance. Mm. But now it's very 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 problem this. Because the the Egypt now I don't know if uh, you have idea, but now here in Egypt you have a lot of dancers. Not all, not all. We have great dancers here, of course, but most of the the dancers in the media now don't respect the dance. Mm. And that's not my opinion only. All the old uh, dancers, like uh, I mean, you know, if you ask any dancer, Egyptian dancer. She will tell you the same. Yeah. The people old, I don't talk about the age. I talk about the old in the, in the career. Hmm. And have foreigners also. A lot of foreigners, very sad now about this, like me. I mean, foreigners, foreigners, don't talk Arabic, don't live in Egypt, but they say the same. Oh my God, why the death coming this way? Yeah, that's quite a big uh, challenging task, uh, but uh, something that uh, is happening, um, it's happening all around the world, like sometimes it's getting better in certain countries, sometimes in certain countries it's still very far from being uh, at a proper level, but it's especially interesting how it's in Egypt, because it's such a part of the culture, and then we still see such a resistance and such common disrespect to this art form uh, in Egypt. That's uh, it's quite sad and uh, quite uh, tricky to understand, like how, how it comes from there, but like how how we can see this kind of attitude there. I also know that uh, right now uh, you are uh, slightly switched your activities, obviously, because performances are not available. And you are actually mm-hmm. teaching uh, teaching classes and teaching online even. So uh, students have now these days more opportunities to actually connect with you throughout the world. Is that correct? I think I saw you even give some individual feedback for, for some dancers who apply. <laughs> yes, I, I opened in the beginning of the quarantine because I, I have this project a long of, a long of time and it mm-hmm. make a... I have the name, I have the, the 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 project, I have everything. But in this before the quarantine, I don't have time to do. I I open Instagram, Queens of Hips. This is the the first step of the project to come back the belly dance. So in this community, community we 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 I teach them the not I teach them, I I show them the the way of the, the roots of the belly dance, the good way of the belly dance, and steps and musicality and uh, rhythms, um, interviews from Badia Masabni, I make translation in English and Portuguese, 
بدي مسابني تحية كاريوكا سنية جميل ناي معاكف you know I have a lot of content inside of the queens of hips and I have class two times per week two times per week I record the videos around 20-30 minutes 20 or 30 minutes and in between these and the two times per week and I put there and they learn and the, after 15 days we have one online class live in the mm. Instagram this is the first step and now I, I will do workshop I have uh, one workshop uh, not workshop it's a master class two hours in the Zoom I will put uh, very soon in the Instagram and uh, I, I have a lot of girls call me. This I don't put in the internet, but the people call me to make uh, advice in the dance. They take one hour with me and the video. And the, the girls send me the video. Mm-hmm. I watch the video and I take the good points in the video and we open the video and I talk to the dancer. Do this, uh, do, don't do this, like this, you know. Mm-hmm. It's very good because the first time I tried this, because I work, I work in the stage and the workshops. But this way, I, I before the quarantine, I think it's now online is very, very cold way. But it's not it's very good way. I, I'm happy in the mm. online, uh, online thing, on classes. I, I like it. Yeah, it's funny to to see how quarantine kind of forced people to tap into online space and challenge some of their beliefs that before they might have had resistance, like, oh, online studying is not good, it's not for me. But now because they didn't have any other options, they tried and many people actually enjoyed it. (laughs) So it's funny to hear. (laughs) Well, I will... I will definitely put all links to your social media, to all your Instagram pages in the show notes to this interview. So everyone who is listening right now, I know you are jumping on the chairs asking like, I want to see, I want to see it. You can find all links uh, directly there and check awesome uh, awesome content now from Soraya that she kindly shares with all the community that's so uh, awesome and the opportunity to study study with you online which uh, before was not really available due to your schedule that's so awesome and uh, before I ask our summary question uh, I want to Uh, first of all, I want to thank you so much for finding time and spending this hour that just uh, flew by, <laughs> like one moment, spending it with us and telling uh, us your story, because it's so inspiring to see how artists reached the stage where they are right now, because we only see now, like from social media, we only see the final result, like, or the current result, like where where you are right now, but um, many of us never had opportunity to kind of hear the story and all the steps on this to the success that you have now so that's very inspiring and thank you so much uh, for for sharing it and also um, before my final question I also want to to ask you if you want to maybe add anything or uh, tell anything share with dancers uh, if you feel anything <laughs> that's on your mind that you just want to, to tell um, I want <laughs> yeah sure sure I want. I want to tell you two things. First mm-hmm. one, and it's, uh, 
uh, of course, if I need your help, if it's possible, you correct me because my English is not very strong. But this is very important what I want to say. Sure. You know, I want to tell the girls and the guys when you have the one dream, it's not your. You look how you have uh, your age, your body, your. Yeah, never uh, take. Some, yeah, listen, someone wants to stop you. Because when I came to Egypt, I, I already, I have all the, the people tell me, no, you never you come, you go to the dance in Egypt because you are short, for example. Because I listen a lot in my, my, my beginning in my career. And a lot, that, a lot of managers told me, okay, I will put you in the audition. Because I feel you have some new, but I don't, uh, I, I don't uh, give to you guarantee because you are so short, you're very short, and we never have someone like you in Egypt mm -hmm. and the Middle East. I listen this a lot of times, but this don't stop me, you know, never. I don't, I listen and say, okay, it's not in your hands, it's in the hands of God. If God wants, I'll go. But that's the point. I won't never, if you feel bad, if you have bad days, this is just bad days. Everything, go and come. But trust your dream, trust your love and go only. Go front. Don't look side. Just front. That's my 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 advertising. If that's possible. so nice. That's so cool. You know, like I just remembered, uh, someone uh, noted that on the horse, um, uh, I don't know how it's in English now, <laughs> I also lost the word horse competitions, <laughs> horse raids, the horses, they always ride uh, with uh, side blinders. So they cannot be distracted with what is going on around. They only look forward to their goal, where they need to get. And that's such a cool also uh, metaphor for to, to transfer to our dreams and careers. Like you just look forward. That's what you, you so nicely demonstrated and shared on your own example. You just believe in your dream and you just go for it regardless of whatever is happening around or whatever, whoever says you. <laughs> That's so, so awesome. Yes, just trust because the, the world change every day. Yeah. But your dream don't change, you know. Now we have social media, the most important thing in the world. Tomorrow, you don't know. But trust yourself and uh, take uh, your interior God and your, your interior God. Mm. And because all of us have the God inside, your God. I don't know which religion is, is but it's your God. But everyone has the same chance. Everyone has the same chance. We are the same. We are equal. All the humanity is equal. The corona came to show us this. We are equal. That's so nice. Such a great reminder. Was there the second thing that you wanted to share or that was the, the one that you felt? <laughs> the second one is the, not the second, is first also. Uh, please, guys, please trust in the roots of the belly dance. Ra'at Sharki is Egyptian. You put, maybe you make fusion. I love fusion. I do fusion in my show. But 
Don't do fusion in Mukalshun, in classic sound. Do fusion in modern music. Maharaga Nathi, you are free to do everything you want. In Tabla Sol, you are free. In the pop sound, you are free. But some roots we need to take care about, like classic sound from the, this era. We need to respect these people, this culture. Uh, that's my, my, my opinion. Don't stop to dance. Don't stop to... My, my hope, my dream. I mean, don't stop to dance. Don't stop to learn from the roots. And the roots is white and black movies from the old dancers. I don't tell you because you come to take classes with me. No. Go to watch Sonia Gamel, Laima Act, these people. Mm. Yes. Uh, that's my advice. Yeah, so true. Like you cannot, uh, you first need to know traditions, then you can make innovations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for kindly uh, sharing your time, your experience and your advice. Uh, and uh, for many dancers, it's so inspiring and insightful. And uh, so many uh, things uh, um, really makes much more sense. Even for me, I was like thinking like, oh, like that's uh, that just was so interesting to hear insights in your story and uh, your experience and opinion about dance. Uh, world and what is going on so thank you once again for for being with us and I would love to ask you our final question because we have a little tradition here on the podcast I ask one question the same question to absolutely uh -huh. all guests regardless of uh -huh. what we talked throughout the conversation <laughs> so are you ready <laughs> yes I am <laughs> the question is What makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years? Okay. Like I told you in the beginning, I'm dance when I have nine years old. How? And my, 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 when I was children, I am fat. I am fat. My mom, all the time I dance in the house. I dance any music. My mom put me in the ballet. In this time, I go to ballet in my house, in the Egyptian family. We have the parties, birthday, weddings, the family parties. And I see my Egyptian family dance in this way. I love it the way. And because I am in, I, I came, I, I, I was in the ballet, in the ballet, you have roots, you have, you need to put yourself like uh, in, or everything in, in, strong, strong, aligned and very, I suffering to make the step, you know, and I was fat in the children, but I'm suffering. When I come to folklore, the Egyptian dance, I'm free. My body is free. My legs is free. My muscles is free. And I, in this time, I was a, a kid. I was a baby. So I love this freedom in the dance because I love dance, but I want to, of course, I want to be free. And the belly dance make, make me free, you know, make me mm -hmm. free. I feel it, I'm free. That makes, uh, because I'm a, I'm a person, yani, I love the freedom a lot. I don't like yani, something to, yani, I'm very organizer in my work, but in the same time, I love the freedom in the idea, freedom in the, you know. But this is my, my beginning in the love. I fall in love with belly dance. Because Ratsushari is very, and you put your personality. Yes, you have the to take the roots from the Egypt, but 
all dancers have her ID in the dance. Mm-hmm. Me, you, everyone. This is the the point that make me they they ratushari kill me. <laughs> That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, and I want to say thank you so much for inviting me. And all the time I watch your videos in your Instagram, you have a great work. Great Egyptian oh. way. I love, yes, I love your 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 uh, work. Your, yani, you are a real, real artist. And I think I think I have a partner here in the comeback with Valdez. In the, I know the name is not Valdez, but I talk Valdez because it's most famous for the people. But mm-hmm. the Rasushar needs some people like you. Thank oh. you so much for your work. Yes, I, I'm not uh, talk this because I am here with you in the interview no this real a lot of times i watch your videos you very you are very generous because you put your videos you put uh, you teach in the instagram for free you make a lot of videos very 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 good for the this dance and i i, I know you love this dance because also you yeah you you put too much time in your in your art like this interview i i listen a lot of interviews, I think not all, but I listen a lot of interviews. It's very good, this idea you do, where you put all the dancers, the hair size, the hair opinion. This is amazing. It's amazing. Thank you so much for your work, for oh, your love. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the most unexpected you thing are, to hear such a compliment from Soraya. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it, it just makes me so excited to also hear that you are one of the listeners of the podcast too. <laughs> That's so, 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 so amazing. Much. Thank you very much. You are queen. You are a queen of hips. This is a queen of hips. The hips is not a queen in the hips on the tabla solo. No, it's a queen in the dance, in the mind, in the way you make the direction in your art. This is a queen. You are a queen. Thank you so much for this. Oh, thank you so much. Well, there are many of us uh, queens of hips, and let's hope that uh, together we can uh, do some improvements and and uh, and make this dance uh, be respected and popular all around the world. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Inshallah. Uh. <laughs> That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.